This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 344 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Craig Brognan. Now, his company is Naples All-in-One Cleaning. Craig, how you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing great. And welcome to the show and thrilled to hear, uh, you know, one of the wonderful things that you're doing. I, I uh, took a glance on the website and again, five-star reviews all over the place. Uh, you guys are doing something right. I want to hear about it. I know our listeners do as well. So tell us about Naples All-in-One Cleaning. All right. Well, uh, I've been in Naples for about two years now, but altogether I've been doing uh, carpet and tile cleaning. Uh, I'm on my 16th year now. Um, and uh, what we, we're a little different from other carpet cleaners. Um, we offer three methods of carpet cleaning. Uh, whereas your normal uh, carpet cleaner usually offers um, one method of carpet cleaning, usually steam cleaning. Um, so we offer three. We like to give uh, the customers options. We also do tile and grout cleaning. We do uh, upholstery cleaning, wood floor cleaning and polishing, um, mm-hmm. and pressure washing. Also VCT uh, stripping and sealing. VCT is your uh, vinyl um, uh, composition tile. Uh, something like you see in a Publix a supermarket yeah. that type of floor uh, we do that uh, type of, uh, um, of cleaning too stripping and sealing actually for bct so we do a number of uh of uh different floors yeah so i didn't know there were three different ways to clean your carpet number one what's oh, yeah. uh, what what are they yeah so um we have a low moisture which i typically recommend for residential yeah. uh, low moisture doesn't uh flood the carpet or, or saturate it to where it's going to be wet for hours. Mm. Um, then we have the high-powered extraction, which is going to basically saturate your, your carpet. And then we have the third method, uh, which I came up with, which combines the both of them. It has a low moisture and the high-powered extraction combined. So when it comes to the low moisture, like I said, I recommend that for the residential. Uh, people think that you have to you know, saturate your carpet and, and get it very wet. Um, and that's really... Overall, it's not good for the carpet mm. um, to saturate the carpet like that. A lot of times, if it doesn't dry correctly, um, it could cause it to um, really loosen up and stretch, uh, which causes ripples. And the reason for yes. this is because uh, wood tacks hold the carpet in place. And if you saturate the carpet and it stays wet for hours, the wood uh, that holds the carpet in place that really you know, stretches it tight uh, actually rots away. And then the carpet loosens up and then you have to get it stretched and then redone. So to saturate the carpet uh, is really not good. I only recommend that if the carpet is heavily, heavily stained or, in other words, restaurants. You need to have high-powered extraction uh, mm-hmm. in restaurants just because of all the food and, and, and the sodas and the grease. <laughs> it actually turns into a tar-like substance that needs to be uh, extracted out. Um, and then you have the third method where if you really want a good good thorough cleaning uh we have the extreme cleaning like i said uh combines the low moisture and the high powered extraction so like i said i like to give the uh, customers options uh you know feel best i always give them my my uh professional opinion on on what they need and that's got to be so helpful because because i mean i've had my carpets clean for decades and i never you know one had a conversation and two knew that there were three different ways and now obviously because you invented one of them which is pretty dang cool uh uh that's uh got to be real helpful for you to come in and say hey based on 
my experience and what I see here, you know, go with path A, a B, or C. Right. Well, I, I'll be honest. Most car, it's not hard to get into the carpet cleaning business. You know, you could buy a, a truck-mounted steam system and boom, you're a carpet cleaner. Yeah. Um, so um, most carpet cleaners just don't know. Um, they they just think that okay, I got to go in there, saturate the carpet, extract it out, and we're good. And they really they go in there. Most of the time, if they have employees, they, they, they just don't care. They want to be in and out and collect a check and move on to the next one. Yeah. And I got to believe that uh, being in Southwest Florida and after five going on six years, anything that involves water, the less is best, right? <laughs> I mean, correct. Correct. Yeah. You want it to dry pretty quickly, yeah. you know, put the air condition on, let's let any air circulation to yeah. really dry the carpet or else it gets very stagnant and stale and moldy and all the other bad stuff so how did you get into the carpet business tell us a little bit about your journey uh i think i got into it when i was 23 or 24 i'm uh, 38 now um and basically um growing up i always wanted my own business but i never knew exactly what i wanted to do uh make a long story short uh my mother had a carpet cleaner come to the house and I just started talking to him about it and oh. I did some research. Um, and then uh, one thing led to another and I just got into it. I learned about it actually, um, um, uh, bought into a franchise, uh, in New Jersey. Um, and they sent me over to, um, Idaho for four day, um, basically schooling on how to, you know, recognize carpets and, uh, you know, different chemicals and, and whatnot. And I really learned a lot. And just going through the years, you know, 15 years now, I'm on my 16th year, uh, just the experience overall, um, I learned a ton. So wow. <laughs> uh, that's how I got into it. Uh, that's great. So Idaho does more than potatoes, it sounds like. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how about myths in your industry i'm sure there are quite a few when it comes to cleaning carpets you know what do you hear craig and that you can maybe dispel a little bit for our listeners well um one thing that people think is absolutely necessary when it comes to cleaning carpets is that you need heat and steam mm. and if anybody or other carpet cleaners are listening to this they're not going to like what i say but steam is no good uh steam is actually very bad for carpets um, and I've known this through the, through my experience. Um, and I've had many arguments with people who, who tell me otherwise, but my experience says otherwise, um, basically steam changes the texture of the carpet. Um, when a carpet comes out of a factory, uh, the fibers will, uh, say a plush carpet comes out of the factory, the fibers are standing straight up and down and they're twisted together. They're called heat twists. And that's how they're twisted together. They're made and twisted by heat. When you add heat to them, it actually unravels the heat twist, the fibers, and uh, makes it look very worn and dingy in a very short amount of time. Um, on top of that, you're saturating the carpet. So overall, heat is no good. Now, I must say, if you are going to use heat, Heat should be used on specific stains on the carpet, not the entire carpet. Uh, so this is where you run into the problems of the steam cleaning is that if you steam and use heat, and, and when it comes to a truck-mounted steam system, it goes all the way up to about maybe 400 degrees, maybe more. 
and when you when you steam the whole carpet, uh, you can ruin the whole carpet where it ruins the texture of the carpet, and um, uh, you run into a lot of problems. It actually starts to attract more dirt. So you don't need steam. You don't need heat. I've never used heat. Um, but like I said, if, if you are going to use heat, you're only going to want to use it on specific stains, and that's it. Wow. You know, I, I, it, I am amazed at how much I learned during these interviews, man. I never knew that. And, and it brings to mind, like our daughter has very curly hair and then, you know, one day we'll see it's completely straight, you know, and it's like a, a hair straightener, right? What do you do? You, you apply heat and you take, as, as you explained, you know, those fibers that are twisted together and, and curly, I guess, it may, Maybe that's right. not accurate, but you know, if you apply heat, all of a sudden, yeah, it all un unravels. So, uh, well, that's a pretty good analogy, actually. But um, yes, yeah, so um, and when a carpet is worn, it, it can never go back to the way it looked before. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge problem. When it is worn, it tends to look a little dirtier uh, or darker than the other other parts of the carpet. So, wow, wow, neat. So, how about when you're not doing the carpet thing? What are you doing for fun? Well, I do work a lot. Um, I am the owner, operator, and secretary of my business. So uh, I do work a lot. So uh, when I'm not working, I like to spend time with my dog. Um, I have a great dog. He's a German shepherd named Zeus. Um, nice. I give a lot of attention. Also, too, um, I, I play baseball recreationally, uh -huh. which is that's what I use for my exercise. And I also study and teach Japanese martial arts. Very cool. What do you teach? Uh, <laughs> you probably never heard of it. It's called ninjutsu. N-I-N. People think I'm saying jujitsu. No, it's ninjutsu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nin stands for nimpo, which uh, translates to methods of survival. So um, it's very. There's a lot of history, a lot of philosophy. Um, I find it very interesting. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's very, very cool. How long have you been doing that? I've been doing that the same, um, same amount of time of doing carpet cleaning. I actually started both at the same time. So I'm on my 16th year now um, yeah. with Schwartz. So. Yeah, yeah. How about, Craig, when it comes to hardship, challenge, looking back in life, what comes to mind? It's something that was uh, certainly uh, challenging to get through, but now you can say, hey, I'm better for it, I'm stronger. Well, one thing that comes to mind is uh, back in 2012. So I moved to Florida uh, from New Jersey. <clears throat> and um, back in 2012, uh, we were hit by a hurricane, a very bad hurricane, Hurricane Sandy. Mm -hmm. And um, it was probably the scariest thing I've ever been through. And um, it, it, was, it was bad. Um, I had to end up, I was living on a lagoon or a canal in my backyard and it ended up flooding. Water came into the house, uh, and this is like at 10 o'clock at night, and um, yeah. I had to evacuate. Um, when I went outside, the water was literally up to my hip. My whole street oh. looked like a river. Um, and, and I really thought I was going to lose my life that night. It was scary. There was transformers blowing out, and, the, and right. green sparks blowing out transformers um, at night, and it was just very scary. Um, I ended up losing everything. Um, and it was, it was bad. Um, I, um, I lost everything and basically I just had to pick myself up and, 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 you know, just keep going. 
Yeah. And to just persist and keep going. Um, had to buy all new equipment for my uh, carpet cleaning. Um, and it was, it was, I could have went either way. You know, I could have either just went, went down or I could have went forward, went back, could have went forward. And I chose to go forward and, and not let it stop me. So I really learned that um, you can always bounce back, yep. you know, yep. you can always just yep. keep going forward. Nah, that's a, it's great advice. I mean, you're, you're right. You could have easily chosen just to give up and like, what's the use? You know, I've killed myself over this business, which I know you have and, and uh, anyone in business, it's, it's, it's part passion, part just blood, sweat and tears. And the bigger part is typically the blood, sweat and tears part. And, and you could argue, you know, the easier path for you would have been just to say, you know, screw it. I've had it. And uh, because I think, Personally, I think it's more difficult to start over because you already know all the challenges, right, that you have to go through. It's, you know, you're almost naive when you're first starting a business. It's like, hey, you know, this is going to be fun. I was very naive. And, yeah. Um, I, I actually, you know, said at one point I was like, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to go get a, a job and uh, forget it. But something in me, I don't know, I just I, I couldn't do that. Um, I like being in business for myself and um, I like meeting customers and new people and seeing, you know, beautiful communities and beautiful houses. And um, I just, you know, stuck my guns and and, and kept going uh, through with the business. And I'm glad I did. You know, it was tough, but I'm I'm really glad I did. So where in New Jersey did you live? I lived in Tom's River. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right on the coast. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Used to go to uh, Manasquan quite a lot. I'm from the Philadelphia oh, nice. area, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a. We were in Pennsylvania during that storm, and it was ridiculous, uh, oh, intense. Yeah, it yeah. was it was intense. It was it was bad. So. Yeah. yeah. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Um, about my company or about the profession in general. Whatever comes to mind. This is your, this is your. Well, one, thing I, <laughs> the one thing I like to tell my customers is be careful. And I tell this to all of them. Be careful of your commercialized cleaning products. Um, mm. I'm not saying they can't clean things, but I've seen them do more damage than good. For instance, um, you know, they tend, can tend to set stains into carpets. And it's very tough for a professional to come in there and, and clean it up. Um, you know, your, your commercialized products like a Resolve, OxyClean, Woolite, uh, these type of products. If you do want to use these products, um, try not to use them straight on the carpet. Maybe spray a little bit on a rag um, or, or a towel and agitate it. Now, when you agitate it, you don't want to do rigorous uh, back and forth motion. You want to do gentle circular motion. If you do these rigorous back and forth motions, you're most likely going to ruin the carpet or that area of the carpet. It's going to make it look very worn. Uh, when you're going to be able to look at the carpet and see that that area you tried to uh, treat uh, from, you know, uh, using these rigorous back motions. But if you do gentle circular motions, you won't harm the carpet, and uh, hopefully uh, the product will get the stain out. So again, be wary of these commercialized products because they can do harm to the carpet. Yeah. Leave it to a professional. <laughs> yeah, don't don't use your your carpet 
for experiments, right? You know? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. So I know our listeners want to learn more, Craig. Where should we send them? Uh, you can send them to my website, uh, www.naplesallinonecleaning. Now that's one, the number one, uh, naplesallinonecleaning.com. Uh, uh, if you have any questions, you can always feel free to reach out. I always tell my customers, you know, you don't have to call me just to book an appointment. If you have just a question about a spill and need some advice on how to get it up, I'm more than happy to help and, and educate people on uh, proper uh, carpet cleaning techniques. Terrific. Well, Craig, I really appreciate the education and uh, you taking time because I know you've got lots going on. You're all over the place. Uh, well, uh, yeah, look forward to talking with you again and uh, wish you the best going forward there. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.